0: Hello, and thank you for joining me in my podcast. My name is Paul Reed. This um, section is going to be about self help. As when I'm at my worst, when I'm suffering with um, anxiety and when I'm feeling down, these are just some of the things that helped me along. It wasn't easy, it was still hard, and anybody else um, that suffers. With anxiety, and are listening to this, you'll you'll understand exactly what I'm going on about. Um, I found that concentrating on something and that alone, because we all know that when you when you suffer with anxiety and you start to well, when you start to get into the panic panicking stage. We all know that a panic attack only lasts averagely around about 20 minutes. And as we all know, that when you're actually in a panic attack, it's even though we know there's nothing wrong, you just can't deal with it because we've conditioned ourselves and it takes a lot of work to get around it and try and deal with it at the time when it's happening. So one of the ways that I found for me personally to cope with is obviously is to lie down either in a bed or on a couch or wherever um, and I concentrated at looking at certain parts of the wallpaper and I'd concentrate on that and try and figure out how to work myself to the next piece say like for instance a brick brick pattern wallpaper what I would do is I would stare at a brick and the cement look that's in between the bricks I would try, I would concentrate on that and try and draw a picture which then would put try and put um, the panic attack into my subconscious and away from me actually having to deal with it. Yes, it wasn't easy it was very very hard but what I found is that once the panic attack kind of beat me then I would go back to where I was staring before, I'd stare there for a couple of minutes and then I'd stare, I'd stare, sorry, I would start to draw a pattern again and I would try and see if I can get further than what I did last time. Now, yeah, like I said, it was a big struggle. It, it did help. It didn't take it away, but it did help a lot. So all I'm saying to you is it doesn't have to be wallpaper. It can be anything. If you can concentrate on something and try and use your imagination to do something while you're staring it sort of like takes you away from that um, but that, you know there's lots of different things you can try to um, take your mind off it now a lot of people and i don't know how they do it because it's different with me some people use rubber bands around the wrist and they you know they go around in a circle of motion and flick it and let it you know uh, slap onto the wrist but you see with my anxiety um, feeling that vibration would, is a trigger for me because that would make me think that there's something wrong. Someone only has to sit next to me and it sets me off because I, I feel the motion, which then makes me think automatically I'm dizzy. See, I know what affects me, but, you see, what people don't understand, it's OK understanding what it affects you, but it's not that easy to not think about it at the time. I mean... <sighs> It's just a matter, I don't, because we've conditioned our brain so much into thinking the way that we think when we suffer with anxiety, we've, we've conditioned our brain to think that way. So what we do is we try coping mechanisms, I suppose you could call it, we'll never ever stop suffering with anxiety or panic attacks, it's just a matter of finding a way to deal with it to take that fear away or whatever the emotion is that's causing the panic attack in the first place and i think when you know um psychiatrists and people that deal with mental health um i don't think they tell us directly that's the problem what they do is they themselves are trying to teach us to use coping mechanisms to deal with anxiety i mean here in the uk there is like 72 percent of the population at some point Suffer with anxiety and to deal with to do with mental health issues. I know when at one point when I had a serious, um, I was I was given citalopram, and I was told that obviously it makes you feel worse before it starts to make you better. And I'd started my obviously started my um, course of citalopram, and I think in about three days. I was in a horrible mess. I mean, at the time, I I wasn't aware that it makes you ten times worse when you first start taking the medication as to how you originally feel. Anyway, the paramedic that came at the time because I couldn't move out, honestly, couldn't move. As soon as I moved, I felt like I was going to collapse. And it was only, only later on that I found out that it's the medication that had caused this. And the paramedic that actually came to deal with me, she's the one that told me the st- statistics on citalopram and, you know, the the 72%, and she even admitted herself was actually on citalopram, so it's quite, and I must admit, it has been a brilliant drug, because, I mean, I have had an episode today which has been the first one in about 6-7 months of a panic attack, but the actual symptoms... <clears throat> That, I, that creates the panic attack within my anxiety i still get them but the citalopram actually do block out the uh, panic so i don't really panic anymore i do have me odd one now and again uh, but it's honestly it's really nothing that i i worry about anymore um but yeah i still suffer with the anxiety which is kind of strange i just don't panic anymore if that makes any sense but i suppose people that are listening to this and they do understand you know obviously you you might feel the same way as me um but if not and you and you're at early stages then i would say speak to your doctor and talk about citalopram um there are different stages as well when you're taking citalopram how you can work it and how i actually went to my doctor and this is another way that i self Help myself as well is that I had a word with my doctor because obviously when you first start on sotalolpram you start at a low dose and then obviously it's it worked for a bit then it stopped working so then it started going up I ended up um, on full dose of forty milligrams but I found that that took me back to the very beginning constantly I was in that really really bad stage so I had a word with my doctor and explained to him and I said to him is there any way that I could try and work it out myself try and balance, see what works for me um, and he agreed and in the end after swapping around taking like 10 in the morning, 15 at the middle of the day and then so on till I got me 40 milligrams of uh, citalopram I ended up finding out that if I was to instead of taking the full 40 milligram dose I found the balance for me personally is that I took my 20 milligrams in the morning and then sometime after tea, I would take my other 20 milligrams. And I found that was a perfect fine balance. And since been doing that, it's been absolutely great. As far as panic attacks are, as far as the anxiety is, then I, I still have that. But obviously I don't have that byproduct of panic attacks so there's a couple of ways that you can self-help yourself I'm hoping um, this has been good enough for you and hopefully you know it's been some help I will do another podcast very shortly um, with more advice the the only way that I can think of helping people really um, I find as well um, I, I do struggle on going out a lot, but at the same time, that's only because I'm able to drive. If I wasn't able to drive, then I wouldn't be able to go out. I, I wouldn't be able to cope and getting around because I, I see my car as my lifeline. I don't really, I can focus. Well, the re- I think um, it sort of like keeps my anxiety at bay because I, I know then um, that I could, if needed to, I could get to uh, a medical centre or a hospital. Um, and that's just some of the ways I self-help and self-cope myself. So, anyway, a bit more into that a bit later on. I mean, I have mentioned it in a couple of other podcasts. So, thanks for listening. I am in a bit of a better mood um, now. And also, uh, I think I've worked out my sound a little bit better anyway. So, I hope... This podcast has been better. They can only get better as I go along, as I learn stuff myself anyway. So (laughs) instead of keep waffling on and saying, see you later, I'll see you in my next podcast. Thanks for listening.